You're listening to the Missouri Realtors Podcast with host and Missouri Realtors President, John Mayfield. Join us as we deliver an in-depth analysis of industry news while speaking with industry experts on their successes and failures. Along the way, we'll also share strategies and practices to help you become a more successful realtor. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining. My name is John Mayfield, your 2022 Missouri Realtors President, and I'm excited to interview our new Chief Executive Officer, Brianna Vanstrom, all the way from Boise, Idaho, but originally from Minnesota. And she has a a real estate background, and we're going to talk not only about helping you get to know Brianna, but we're going to talk about some marketing to help you with your business as well. So Brianna, thank you for joining. Thank you so much. Well, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your background and what brought you to real estate. Sure, sure. Well, just kind of going all the way back, I guess, I um, started out in advertising marketing. That's really where my background is, but um, luckily fell into real estate um, as a a director of communications for a local realtor association. Um, But I've had the opportunity to also work as a realtor myself. I started in 2008 and did that for a few years while I was going to grad school, and but also was able to work um, as a vendor, both in the technology space and in the market statistics space. For the past seven years, I've just had the honor to serve as the CEO for Boise Regional Realtors in Idaho. Great. Well, welcome to Missouri. Thank we you. are so excited to have you with us. And uh, I know our members, many of the members were able to meet Brianna at our spring conference in Jefferson City. She traveled and attended, and she officially starts in May. But uh, so many of our members were able to meet you, which was really uh, a great, a great opportunity. And uh, I know if you haven't had a chance to meet her, you're just going to really appreciate her so much. Well, I wanted to ask you first, what challenges do you see facing realtors today? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, we, you and I talked about this a little bit earlier, but um, all the conversations we're hearing, um, we're actually at the NAR legislative meetings in D.C. right now, and we're just hearing as people just having a little bit of uncertainty about what's truly going on in the market. We're hearing a lot of things about mortgage rates and home prices and inventory, and, and certainly we've been hearing that for a while, but um, just lots of questions around that right now. And so I think that's one of the biggest challenges we have is making sure we're getting the right information to understand the big national issues that are happening, but how do those really translate into your local market, into your neighborhood, and and how do you um, communicate that and really explain that to your buyers and sellers so they can make the right choices based on their particular situation? Yeah, that's a great point. And really being the expert for that information, and I know we were talking about that earlier, and you said really even looking at it daily, you almost have to keep Absolutely. looking at that daily. Absolutely. It kind of helps you become the expert for for your location. Um, so I know that's a passion of yours, and Missouri Realtors has been providing market statistics. We have all of that information on our website. I'm always fascinated to find out what's going on in the local markets, but um, as far as, because you've kind of dealt in that area before, what do you like to provide members, like from Boise, because I know you did a lot of market statistics, were there any statistics that seem to resonate and were helpful for agents? Yeah, you know, I think it's really just telling the story behind the numbers as much as we can, right? It's giving people that context because you can say prices are this and inventory is this, but what does that actually mean to you 
And then what does that mean to your, your buyer or seller? So for, for me and, and for the team in Boise, what we've really tried to look at is how do we help you tell that story and explain that? Again, giving you the context so you can differentiate maybe what's happening, again, in locally versus what's happening nationally. I mean, there was a great session this morning that um, they had somebody from the Bay Area in California and, and here in D.C. talking about what they're seeing, and, and they were even talking about how there's differences within their market. And so um, just being really thoughtful around that and, and just providing you. But, but again, from the association side, our job is to sort of give you that high level, that big context so that you can really show up as the expert and, and explain those things, talk about what you're seeing. Um, yeah, talking about what you're seeing in the MLS maybe on a daily basis and how things may be changing. Um, and as we know, it's every, every market's going to be different. Every neighborhood's going to be different. Um, and just being really intentional about keeping up on top of that. That's so important, and because when I did the market statistics for Missouri Realtors, uh, I saw some numbers, and, and then I had to do two television interviews, so I was going back over the, the numbers very thoroughly for the quarter, and I noticed, and it's a great talking point, in Missouri, comparing 2021 first quarter to 2022, we actually saw the average sales price go up by $10,000. The number of days on market went down about 10 days, and it's in the 30s, believe it or not, average days on market. However, we did see the number of units decrease over that time. So it's kind of interesting. Prices are going up, days on market going down, multiple offers. But really knowing that data, and I love what you said, how you can communicate that to your consumer. We're going to talk about some marketing tips here in a minute to help you grow your business. And, and we've got a, a great marketing tip that we'll kind of give you for both of those. So what are challenges um, that you might, uh, and I may have just asked you this, but uh, challenges associations are facing? Have you heard some challenges at some of the meetings you've gone to? Yeah, you know, one of the things that here, and it's kind of come up over the last few years, but is that idea of member engagement. What does that look like from the association's perspective to our members? And I think what we're sort of finding now is understanding that engagement looks a little bit different to each individual member, right? And so what we may want from the staff's perspective or what our leadership is kind of saying and people that are already very engaged in the organization, um, that may not be the level of engagement somebody's interested in, able to give at this time, um, and maybe their level of engagement that they feel they're getting value is this email we send them or this podcast they listen to that right. you've been putting out. Um, and for them right now, that's what they need. Uh, but so being really thoughtful around when we're asking people to do certain things, what's going on in their day-to-day -day business, what's happening in the market overall, and making sure we're providing lots of opportunities for engagement, and not just for members to come and do something for us, but how are we giving things back to them that help them um, overall, but really, again, in that day-to-day, -day, how are we helping them get business yes. done right now? That's a great point because one of my initiatives is to help brokers and, and help sales associates really be able to grow their businesses. I have a real passion for that. And so we've done two broker webinars. Uh, we're going to do many more. Brianna, that was one of your focuses in Boise, Idaho as well is uh, helping with broker engagement. And by the way, we are at the Washington, we're in Washington, D.C. at our mid-year meetings. They're not, they are not called mid-year meetings anymore. It's legislative uh, meetings or governance meetings. So if you hear some background noise, we, we found a quiet place over in the corner, but occasionally there's a lot of people walking by. But um, getting back to the broker engagement, I really want to see us get 
property managers involved and we need to get information to engage our commercial folks as well as the appraisers. I had a great call from an appraiser who gave me an idea for a webinar. So I think you're right. Really getting people, how can we engage with you and how can you engage with Missouri Realtors? So um, you did an interesting paper a number of years ago when you were in college. I'd love for you to just kind of collaborate on that. And it's kind of similar to what we've been sure, talking about. Yeah. But Yeah. Well, I know it's, it's funny. So I was, uh, like I said, I had worked for associations in the past, and then I became a realtor and actually was when well, I went to grad school and, and try to kind of bring some of those ideas that I worked on into what we do now. But um, yeah, I think one of the biggest, you know, insights for me is, again, I kind of hit on it, but being really thoughtful about what a day-to-day -day agent's life is, right? That transaction you're trying to hold together, that client question that's coming at you, that you know new listing you're trying to get on the market, um, all of those things, and just being really thoughtful around what are those activities that members are doing day to day, or realtors doing every day. Um, and so when we send out that, hey, we've got an election, or hey, we've got this networking event, and 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 trying to make sure that you know the stuff that we're we're sending out are not just you know great things that we're doing, but also how are we providing those resources to help them get some of those things done? Um, because I think that's what what I've really realized, and I shared this story with with you before, John. But you know, I had been that communications director for years, but when I became a realtor, and I was sitting next to another agent, and I was pulling some pieces together to put a listing presentation, um, um, get that ready for a client. And they said, oh my gosh, where did you get that? And I kind of laughed. I said, well, I've been emailing you about this for the last three years from the association. But it was just that light bulb that it's like, you know, with anything, you don't know you need it until you need it. And so just making sure those resources are constantly available, targeting our communications wherever possible. And back to even your point, um, for our commercial members, property managers, appraisers, our first time, you know, our newer agents, um, our brokers, all of those people have different needs. And a lot of times we've got the resources and maybe it's the same resource for all of them, but it's how we're communicating that out to them exactly. to solve their business problems um, or to connect with something that we know is maybe going on in the industry that we could say, hey, you may be hearing this. We want to provide you some information on it. And I think that's, that's something that's really stuck with me that I've tried to bring through, whether it's communications, planning, programming, um, or as we're kind of looking at our overall strategic plan and what we're what we're trying to do right. for the organization. Very interesting. We live in this world where you go to Amazon and you search for something, and then they start giving you all these other choices based on your your search preferences and what you like. That there's no reason why we can't do that same thing from an association standpoint. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of it comes down to, we kind of joke, there's so many member benefits and resources that sometimes it's a little overwhelming to kind of figure out, well, what do I actually need and who do I go to? And I will tell you, it's the if you don't find it online right away, your first call is to the association, whether it's your local association, the state association, or even the national association um, staff really, really are accessible. Um, we, we know how to navigate a lot of that stuff and find it for you too. But there's, I think that's one of the things that people don't understand is it's almost there's too much out there, if you, if you will, but we can really kind of narrow in and, and get you what you need. Great. Thank you so much for that. I, I totally agree with you. Well, let's kind of shift gears and help the members listening from a marketing perspective. What have you noticed in as a Boise, Idaho chief executive officer, what did you notice top agents tend to do? Or was there anything that sure. stuck out to yeah, you? Yeah, you know, I think there's going to be, you know, Two or three things. I already talked about, you know, understanding your market. That that's that's a major one. Um, but the second one I would say is really understanding your your individual value, your strengths in your business, and building your brand, building your communications around that, so that you're talking to clients that you can best serve. But also thinking about maybe who are those clients that aren't 
you know, the people that you're best able to serve. And that even gets into the code of ethics and all those kind of things about, you know, not working outside of your expertise. But, and I'll just use myself as an example. As um, when I was a realtor, a lot of the people I worked with were first time home buyers. You know, I get those leads for an investor, a commercial, um, somebody looking for some commercial. And that was just, I didn't have the experience there. So to me, those are opportunities not to, you know, yeah, maybe partner up with somebody and learn it as you go. But I really realized I wouldn't be doing the best service for that client and getting those referrals out there, expanding my referral network by, you know, getting that client to the right agent that they needed so that I could focus on the people I knew I could serve best based on, you know, my skill set, my knowledge and, and what I was doing. So I think, you know, and then as you build your brand around that, people recognize you for that doesn't mean you can't expand it over time right. and shift it and change it. But um, just being really, really thoughtful around that. Um, but but looking at those other opportunities, not just as a, I got to, you know, somebody's, I got to help them right now. How do you, how do you work with other people on those things? I think that's so true. And just, you know, I, I love what you said there because sometimes, and it took me a long, long time to figure that out. Sometimes it was like, oh, have suitcase, we'll travel. <laughs> and now I realized maybe I should refer that to someone else because that's a pretty lengthy drive. And if I list that property and I take calls, I'm going to be going back and forth. Absolutely. And it, it, it did allow me to use my time more effectively to what, what well, I was best And you're building for. your referrals because that agent you referred that property or that, that project to might send you something in the future, exactly. right? I mean, we always think about, oh, it's, you know, sending stuff out, but that stuff comes back to you, you know? And so I think, um, you know, and you and I have even talked about, you know, getting engaged. And that's, I guess that's another thing that I have seen a lot of really successful agents do, especially those that sort of tap into the association, um, whether that's at the local, state, or national level, to build your referral networks, you know, across your community, your state, the country, I know for even for you globally. Yes. Um, and I, I think people also don't kind of think about that, right, as, as you, you have connections and with so many more people um, having the ability to work from anywhere now, um, we're seeing so much more uh, movement around, you know, our communities and the country um, and, and it's just a huge opportunity for people to just expand their business even more so than that they might be thinking of just in their local community. Yes, and, and that's interesting because Leslie Ruta Smith came to our state president's breakfast today and she made the comment, when I come to national meetings, I don't want to sit with the people I know. I want to network. I want to meet other people. And several of our podcasts that I've done with top agents, and I encourage you to go back and listen to those, it's really kind of a no-brainer when you look at what they are doing to grow their businesses. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, uh, very interesting. Well, as far as moving forward, uh, any top things you're hearing at some of the AE meetings that we should maybe think about in Missouri? I mean, I know you mentioned as far as uh, engagement is a big deal. Uh, anything else that you might see that... Absolutely. Well, and I think I hit on it a little bit, but um, with like knowing your strengths and, and branding. But I think even the bigger thing we're hearing conversations about, you know, all the time is talking about your value. You know, consumers don't understand the value of a realtor sometimes until after the transaction's over, right? right? Um, you know, you don't see all the things you do in the interim for them. And so I think it's that's the other side of it. We don't want to make it super hard and scary for people to want to buy or sell a home, but really talking about what's the value you bring to the transaction. And, and actually, there's a great resource that NAR has um, just talking about what are the top things that consumers look for from their realtor. And it's expertise in, you know, the paperwork, help with negotiations, um, you know, all of these things. And, and there's questions of, you know, yeah, you can find information. Now, there's tons of things you can find online. 
we all know as, as you know, having been realtor, being realtors, having been realtor myself, um, the real work often starts after that offer is accepted and everything to get to the closing table. And I think that's the piece that when we can really talk about our value in that part of the transaction, um, we're going to really see more of an understanding of consumer side about what that is. It's not just finding the house, doing a tour and getting the keys at closing. There's a whole lot that goes into getting that. So I think that's a big thing that, you know, we're hearing um, from the association side that we need to help our members figure out how to do that. But um, we'll really continue to encourage members to understand their value, understand what they're bringing to the transaction, um, how they're kind of keeping everybody involved in that um, going forward, because that's truly the value that realtors bring to, to consumers. And that's, I mean, I love that. And really, for our listeners, think about any product or service that you see on TV, hear on the radio, see a billboard. They're really trying to convince us on why to use their product or service. And one way they do that is to show the benefit or the value you're going to get from that service. well, and I think the biggest thing we often forget about as, as you know, in the real estate space is every single transaction is different. You know, sometimes it'll be like, oh, it's, it's not like buying a, you know, a coffee or it's not like, you know, going, doing whatever. You know, there's a different person on the other side of the transaction each time. You know, the buyer may be in one situation on this one and seller may be in a different transaction. You may be doing a condo this time, land or you know, what, whatever right. it happens to be. Every single transaction is different. Every single transaction runs into a different um, obstacle, question, issue. And it's your job as a realtor to be flexible, to figure that out. And it's different every single time. Yeah, there's absolutely the process you go through. There's the, the contracts, you, you know, all the things you need. But that's really where, where we have that value is figuring out those complexities in the, in the transaction so that we all get to everybody's goal of, you know, selling that property, getting somebody in a home. And, and so I think that's the thing that I think we forget. We almost make it a little too easy uh, right. sometimes for people. And it's not to make it hard, but it's to really explain there's a lot that goes into this. Exactly. And do you think that agents sometimes forget that consumers really want information from us. You talk about like knowing the numbers and the resources available from NAR and from Missouri Realtor, all of these tools that are available for us. Do you think sometimes consume, that we as real estate agents forget we can bring that this information to them and it creates a value? I mean, sometimes as a technology speaker, I worry that, oh, all these people already know about some of the apps I'm going to show them. But then I have to remind myself that they don't, many of them don't know about this Absolutely. information. So. Well, yeah, I mean, to your point, we hear this stuff all the time. We're in it every day. And so we think, oh, you already know this. And, exactly. and I'll, give you, I'll give you one story I, where I caught myself years ago. You know, I sent, worked with a lot of first time home buyers. And um, I'm going through the, you know, I'm a buyer consultation and tell them everything. And I'm just kind of going through it, you know, because I know it. And I realized they were looking at me like, I have no idea what she's saying right now. And I had to stop myself and be like, they've never been through this process before. I've done this presentation three or four times already, you know, this week. And so I think it is just realizing that, you know, our job as realtors is to really make sure what's the level of understanding that that person is coming in at and and taking the time to make sure they're educated, they understand what's going to happen, not just as you're getting started, but all the way through the process because it's overwhelming for a lot of people. It's emotional, it's scary, it's exciting, it's, you know, all of these things. And so making sure that you're matching the level of understanding, education that your your client has and bringing them along the way. And and that's a huge opportunity to show your expertise and your value. Um, But I'll even say that from the association side, right? Oftentimes we just say, oh, you know about this and that. And, And 
especially new members or even members that have been in the business for years. That's not their day-to-day -day language sometimes or their day-to-day -day experience. So we have to also be mindful of um, explaining what this is, but not always being so basic that people that have been around are like, hey, I've heard this. And, and actually, I just, I meant to kind of share this with the staff and, and um, leadership. But even at the Spring Business Conference, I was really, really impressed how, <clears throat> excuse me, really impressed how in a lot of the sessions it would, you know, if we're talking high level or using an acronym, somebody always would say, hey, just in case you don't know what this means, I want to make sure I explain this to you. It goes a long way for making people feel really included in conversations, especially at the association side, because we do sometimes forget, you right. know, I've been doing this for yeah. almost 18 years now, like, oh, you don't know what this acronym is or anyways. But I think it's on both sides, right? So how do we do that from the association side to make sure we're explaining as much as possible, but not being so basic every single time, but not being so high level that only a few people really understand what we're talking about? And I would say it's the same for realtors, doing that with their clients as well. Great. Well, just to wrap up very quickly, we talked earlier about our marketing tip of the day, and I know you are going to share a report that is available. And Yes, absolutely. And I think the, they just, again, shared some new research on it today, but NAR has um, their profile of home buyers and sellers and kind of a little bit of what I was talking about. There's some great resources in there to help you, uh, but all of the research products that they have, um, I think just go to nar.realtor, find the research page. It's pretty accessible, I think, but... There's so much good information there, and a lot of it talks to the things that you're hearing in the news right now that consumers are hearing, and really, how do you kind of pull all that together and, and explain to consumers what's really specific to their specific situation? Yes, and we'll try to put a link to that in the show notes, and as well, there you, there's a free app you can use as a realtor called PhotoFi. PhotoFi, yeah. And so there's great collateral there to brand yourself as a realtor to include statistics and information. And there's a great example of member benefits that you have that can position you as the expert. If you were go back to Malcolm Gladwell's book years ago, the, the tipping point, he talked about the law of fundamental attribution error. And it's basically perception is reality. But if they perceive you, you know, people hear you give meaningful information it can really showcase you in a different light. Absolutely, and, and to your point, that's a free member benefit. It's part of the that That's Who We Are advertising campaign. Great, great resources, very well done, very professional, and you can even customize that, your photo, put your contact information on that and get that shared out. It's a great tip. Yeah, and especially if you're a new agent because it's just you're positioning, positioning yourself that, hey, you're serious, you want to know this business, and you want to succeed, so. Well, listen, Brianna is our new Chief Executive Officer. You'll be hearing more about her. Uh, as your president this year, I want to get out and meet as many associations as I can, so I'd love to come visit you. And Brianna has graciously said, I want to come out and meet those associations absolutely, too. So absolutely. Uh, tell us when your next meeting is, or if we can fit that in on our schedule, we will. We'd love to be there and, and take your questions. Get involved with your local board and if you have questions, send those to us. We want to hear from you. We want, uh, we want you to participate in whatever way you can. We have a great resource in the landing. If you've not gotten involved with that, check that out. And be on the lookout. We're going to be sending out lots of communication and correspondence and want to hear from you. So, as always, thank you so much for listening. Have a great